welcome to Opposite Picks on this Monday, February 20th. I am Scott Wetzel, sitting in for the next 60 minutes on President's Day. Taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me, go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, NBA yearly lock hits again. Open parlay hits again. The fix was in. Must be the sneakers. Instant replay and auto racing uh, in the ROM. Shaq is losing it. Time for Tiger to call it a day. Uh, talking about a buzzkill in Baltimore. No ball in Chicago. There is a reverse Wetzel Black Cloud in Chicago, though. And uh, what do all these guys have in common? Hmm. We'll get to all those stories. Push your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and of course, opposite picks all coming up on the fastest hour on Sports Grid. Ah, what's going on, LLs? How are you on this uh, Monday? Yes, President's Day. Uh, I imagine most people have off. Uh, yours truly obviously doesn't, but that's okay. Uh, it's an easy enough job, and we will be on later on tonight for those that are wondering uh, between 7 and 10, as we always do with uh, in game, live, or uh, in play sports tonight. Not much going on tonight. We've got a couple of hockey games tonight. Got a couple of decent college basketball games, so uh, we'll go over uh, different little parlays we could put together with the NCAA and NBA and NHL championships, and uh, we've we'll got a couple of things here and there. We'll have some fun. Uh, but for in the meantime, let's uh, kind of review what happened yesterday. NBA All-Star Game. Wow. I told you we have to make our list of automatics. And now the NFL screwed up with the Pro Bowl. We can't include that anymore. But uh, our list of absolute automatics hit not once but twice over the weekend. Uh, good job by uh, Denny in Pennsylvania for reminding us this one. First up, uh, the NBA All-Star Game. You know the deal. Over. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Don't even think about playing an under. I mean, you got to be a moron. Literally. I mean, you honestly, you got to be, like, married to bet an under in an NBA All-Star Game. I mean... You kidding me? A 359 point. This thing went over by like 30 points, depending on where and when you did your shopping. So this was a way. Well, here are automatic plays. <clears throat> Not necessarily in order, but uh, by sequence. NBA All-Star Game, definitely you got to bet it over. NHL Outdoor Games go opposite. You got to bet an under. We looked it up one time. And uh, we, we, I forget what the numbers were. I wrote them down. But the unders hit 75 to 80% of the time. There's, there's no goal scores. It, it's, it, the ice isn't good. The, the reflection, the this, the that, it's too dangerous. I think players are a little more cautious. So I think they play a little more defensive style in those outdoor games as well. So I think they uh, they don't blow the whistle as much either. There's not much scrums. They just want to get in and get out. So whatever the reason, I'm telling you, 75 80%. We looked it up. Uh, and maybe I'll do it for tonight's show. Under. Absolute under, right? So we had another one on Saturday with, with Carolina and Washington. 4-1 game goes under. Uh, just a no-brainer. Just an absolute no-brainer. NBA All-Star game over. Just an absolute no-brainer. Next one we have on our hit list is the Joey Chestnut hot dog getting contest in Brooklyn uh, at Coney Island. And about July 4th. And I know you're laughing, right? Yeah, 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 that sure is good. Let me tell you something. There is no better bet in the history of betting. No football, no baseball, no hockey, no NBA, no tennis, certainly no golf, certainly no water racing. 
There is no better. If you're going to make one bet a year, it is Joey Chestnut to win the hot dog eating contest. Yeah, you have to lay like 20 to 1 odds. There was a time when it was like 10 to 1. And each year they increase it even more. But you know what? 20 to 1, lay it. Mortgage payment. The guy, unless the guy, you know, God forbid, chokes to death on stage, he's winning. I mean, he wins by 50 hot dogs. I mean, there's just no way in the world he's losing. If he actually ever were to lose, you're talking about a conspiracy. FanDuel and the like would have to give their money back. Uh, I don't know if FanDuel even offers that bet. The, the, even the, even the, uh, the uh, offshore books would give their money back. But if you're dumb enough to bet on 20 to 1, you might as well get paid, right? And if he didn't win, oh, yeah. So those are the three absolutes for the first half of the year. We'll figure out the other ones as we go along. But we're 2-0 and so far. And we had an under uh, earlier uh, with a with an outdoor hockey game. But the NBA uh, just flew over. Even with these goofy uh, rules, the Kobe rules with the fourth quarter, you had 24 points on top of the third quarter score. Um, you know, even with that, the game is is, is going over. Man, they would have had 450 points. I mean, they they were scoring 100 points a quarter. They, they averaged 100 points a quarter heading into the fourth quarter. I mean, it, it's it really is a goof. We we've talked about it, but uh, you know what? That's okay. It's an automatic overplay. Uh, the fix was in though. Interesting. Uh, John Moran dunk contest. Interesting. Adam Silver screws up the MVP award. <laughs> that, that was funny. And oh, by the way, Jason Tatum with a record 55 points. We'll get to it all when we come back in place or uh, opposite big sports good radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hi, right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio Series XM 159-843-6879. Our toll-free uh, telephone number, as the saying goes. All right, a couple things here. First up, uh, NBA All-Star Game. So we talked about it. All right, so uh, Jason Tatum gets uh, 55 points, uh, sets the NBA record for an All-Star Game. And uh, lo and behold, there we go. Um, so, uh Giannis gets the first bucket and, and fouls. He t- it's taken out of the game. TNT then proclaims, we won't see him again. Why? Oh, why not? What's going on? Well, because of his wrist, he's not going to play anymore. So what, Scott's early NBA All-Star game? Yeah, so what for you? But what if you bet Giannis to win the MVP award? What if you bet Giannis his team thinking you were going to get Giannis. Now, in the end, they won anyway, but still, well, what, what about if there was an over-under on points for Giannis and you bet the over? What ticks me off more than anything is TNT new. You know, it's one thing for these guys to do this on their own and not tell anybody, hey, I'm going to start because why? Because I want to get my name in a box score, really? Giannis, who makes $50 gazillion a year, you know, has got an NBA championship ring on, you know, averages 30-plus points a game. He's worried about scoring a bucket so he can get his name in the box score. Are you kidding me? So that's what he does, and then we hear the guys on TNT uh, say, that's it, we're not going to see him again because he's got a hurt wrist and then he, he didn't want to play anymore. 
Well, how come TSD didn't tell us that before the game? When I'm putting my bets in on FanDuel and BetMGM and all the others, and I'm betting Giannis' team, and I'm betting Giannis to score a bunch of points and him win the MVP, the, these clowns knew that he wasn't going to play more than a couple of seconds, literally, and they didn't tell anybody? What a joke. Well, you know, they knew the fix was in. What a fix was in, and who loses? You, the gamblers. So you can't do, you just can't do stuff like that. It's just not fair. You know, you're a broadcasting network. I know you're hand in hand with the NBA, but if you know some guy's not going to play, that's your responsibility to tell people. I mean, they got gambling sponsors up and down the the, the rooms for all these, uh, these NBA teams. They're all hooked in with gambling. Can't sit on information like that. This is not uh, Tyrese Halliburton here. We got the Greek freak, for goodness sakes. Tell you, someone's going to get pissed off. Someone's going to lose a lot of money on one of these bets, and and it's not going to look good for the NBA. You, You can't. I'm sorry. TNT, they told the world when LeBron, of course, it's LeBron, God forbid, you know, uh, when uh, LeBron jammed his uh, fingers uh, going up for a block because he's the only moat that's trying to play defense, serves him right. And uh, they said automatically, you know, in the second half, you know what, LeBron's going to be out. He's he's not going to play the rest of the way. Why did they tell us that for LeBron but not Giannis at the start of the game? Unbelievable. John Morant uh, didn't partake in the dunk contest. So this uh, this other goofball did, <clears throat> which I got to tell you, nothing for nothing. This Mac, Mac uh, McClung guy, eh, those dunks weren't that good. Eh, he's, he's a D-league player playing in an all-star game, which is crazy. Um, you know, I could have done a couple of those dunks back in my heyday. The second one, well, the first one was really good where he hopped over the two guys. That, you know, I could probably hop over one. I don't know if I'm hopping over two. But the other two, eh, it was just reverse 360 dunks. Guys do that all the time. I didn't do that in my sleep, for goodness sakes. It really wasn't that big a deal. But the other three were so horrible, and it was so boring that, you know, anything was entertaining. So um, so he ends up winning the slam dunk contest. But I uh, want to go back on that. Oh, just, just because uh, John Morant, right? So everybody wants John Morant to be in the, in the dunk contest, right? So Reggie Miller throws out there in the middle of the game, oh, there's no incentive. I forget one of the other guys doing the broadcast. They said, oh, John Morant's got to be in it. He's got to be in And then Reggie throws out there, well, there's no incentive for him to be in it. Why does everything have to be an incentive with the NBA player? Why? Why does everything have to be that? That was his way of saying, pay me and I'll be in it. Offer me some money for the winners and I'll be in it. Why? Why does that have to be the mentality of the NBA player? They already get paid a gazillion dollars. They sit out a quarter of their games and they want even more money to be part of an entertainment show where everyone's watching. No incentive. I wish one of the other announcers had enough balls to jump in and say that to Reggie. Say, like, why, why, why does he have to get paid, Reggie? He's playing basketball. It's a slam dunk contest. Who cares? Of course not. How about that halftime show? Whoa. Uh, Commissioner Adam Silver. How, how funny was that? What a bozo this guy is. I mean, he screws up. He's the commissioner of the NBA. This is not Terry Bradshaw. Uh, This is not, uh, you know, whoever. This is the commissioner of the NBA, and he screws up the MVP award by not mentioning a sponsor, Kia, who no doubt pays a gazillion dollars to be the 
Kia MVP award. And instead, he just says, oh, time now to hand out the uh, Kobe Bryant MVP award. And then he stumbles and bubbles. I, I, I mean, the Kobe Bryant Kia MVP award. What a bozo. How in the world did this guy ever get to be commissioner? Man. Trying to justify load management before the game, you know, at Saturday's press conference, meet with the media. What a joke. He's t- trying to tell the world that, oh, you know, the basketball player has it so rough and he's playing through injuries and it's, you know what, the load management, it's not right to say that because these guys are so hardworking, blah, blah, blah. Ah, stop it. We're talking about 23, 30-year-old guys, 33, 34, maybe. Stop it. It's playing basketball. You're not laying bricks. They get every benefit in the world as it is. They don't they don't play back to back anymore. They, they don't fly to one city, go to the next city. I mean, how easy do you want it? He says, well, you know what? People really don't care that these uh, superstar players take off because tickets are going through the roof. Best ticket sales ever. You know what? It's best for every sport. NFL, best ticket sales ever. NBA, best ticket sales ever. Baseball, best ticket sales ever. NHL, best ticket sales ever. That doesn't mean your sport is doing well and it can't improve. It just means that corporations are buying up these uh, season tickets left and right. It's not the, it's not the fan. I know. We, we got a ticket broker who uh, you know is part of our podcast. He buys 10,000 tickets a time. These aren't fans buying tickets. These are ticket scalpers trying to resell them, and if they don't, who cares? Because they're going to make their money in the playoffs when ticket sales are through the roof. That's why ticket sales are going up. And you know what? Even if it was the fan, when you going to take advantage of the fan, Adam, you know, because the fan is buying tickets because the fan likes basketball because he really does appreciate the game and likes the NBA. But that fan can't say, you know what? Things uh, here are things I don't like about the NBA. It's it's crazy, it's stupid. You know, uh, it's like saying you're married and you're never gonna fight. Well, you're still married. Things can go wrong. Believe you me. <laughs> I mean, I mean clearly, guys taking off is an issue, and he just doesn't have the balls to step up to these guys. And you know, and the other thing is, I wish somebody at that press conference, and I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw the two and a half minute clip on the Four Letter Network. But I wish somebody would have just said, all right, you know what? If these guys can't play 82 games, Adam, how about playing 60 then? You know, How many games, Adam, can an NBA player at 23 years old in the prime of his life, how many games can he play then? And if it's 60, then play 60 regular season games. 65, then sue 65. You shouldn't charge the fan. And you shouldn't pretend these are their records when they're not. When it's really just, you know what, 65 games are the real games, and the other 17 are just throwaway games that we're going to charge you for. Kind of like the NFL with preseason games. You know, you want to buy a, you know, a regular season uh, package in the NFL, you have to buy those two home preseason games. Kind of like the same thing. You have to buy these extra 17 games, even though the star players are going to be sitting it out. Ah, the NBA's in trouble. It, it really is. Something interesting about the draft that they had. I want to bring that up can't quite figure it out. Maybe you could put your finger on it. Back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, 844-843-6879. Send a tweet at Ops Picks. Email me. Go to the website. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away as uh, Joe in Jersey did. Uh, Joe writes in, Scott, uh, what do you think of uh, Demonis Sabonis being picked next to last from the reserves and Nikola Jokic and Lori Markkinen being picked last from the starters? Um... Gee, Joe, uh, I don't know. What, 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 uh, what am I supposed to uh, think? That's ironic. Gee, let me let me think. Uh, and he didn't go into detail. So let's see. Demonis Sabonis, okay. Nikola Jokic, okay. Laurie Markkinen, okay. Three guys, all basically being picked last. Hmm. What what, what 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 do those three guys have in common? I, I don't you know I don't know. What 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 could it possibly be that these three guys were picked last? Hmm. The Joker. I mean, he's a two-time MVP. He's averaging a triple double this year, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lori Markkinen is playing in his hometown, or at least his home team, the Utah Jazz. That's where the All-Star game was. You got to figure he's going to have a monster game. Of course, they're going to feed him the basketball, right? Uh, they always do to help the local guy out. Gee, what what, what do Sabonis, Jokic, and Markkinen all have in common? Hmm. I don't know. We're going to have to. We're going to have to get back to that. Did you see uh, at the end of the game, right, they have this goofy thing where, I, I understand, honor Kobe, so they add 24 points to the leading team score after the third quarter, and then whoever gets to that number first wins. So they, the, the uh, team Giannis needed two more points, one more point, two more points, whatever it was. There's Markinen standing in the corner. I mean, when I say he was wide open, there wasn't a guy 15 feet, literally, no exaggeration. There wasn't a guy 15 feet from this dude, right? I mean, no one in front of him. You know, he's standing in the in the left corner, so no one would be to the left of him because that would be out of bounds. Uh, but no one to the right of him. I mean, just as wide open, and he's calling for the ball, <laughs> right? And there's Jason Tatum with the ball. At the three-point arc, as, as marketing was, but 20 feet to his right, more close to the center court. And there's Markkinen. Throw me the ball. Throw me the ball. I'm wide open. I'm wide open. And there's Tatum, who's guarded, just sitting there. Just He's looking that way, but he's like, eh, I don't want to throw it to him. You know, he, I know he's the hometown guy, but I, I just he was looking for anybody to throw the ball to. Instead, he ended up hoisting up a 40-foot shot that was no good. Uh, Lillard got the rebound. He scored, and that was the ball game. Uh, he did eventually throw it to Markkinen, though, and he, but he did miss, I, I will say. I, 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 you know what? I, I spoke out of term there. He looked for like 20 seconds to everybody else. Nobody else was open, and then he finally threw it to Markkinen. And then Markkinen did miss. He kind of blew it there, but still, I thought it was so funny because he clearly wanted to throw. He would have thrown it. He would have thrown it to the the the, the, uh, the uh, you know one of the ball boys before he was going to throw it to Markkinen. I thought that was funny, really. <laughs> the guy, unbelievable. Again, Joker's averaging a triple double, and he's next to last drafted. <laughs> next to last. Very weird. Uh, let's see everything. Oh my gosh, the the, the TNT and and uh, uh, Scott just. Dennis Scott just every every interview, literally every interview. We got to bring up sneakers, really. What are they getting kickback? 
That's what the NBA has become. We can't be in slam dunk competitions because we're not getting paid. No. Uh, we can't tell the world we're not going to play because uh, we want you to lose money. No. Uh, but we can promote our sneakers, though. Good gravy. 66th running of the Daytona 500. Now, listen, I'm not a NASCAR geek. I'm not, not, not even close to it. I can barely put gas in my car, let alone watch NASCAR, right? But I turned on the computer and a TV set around 6, 7 o'clock or so, 7, and, and this dopey thing's still going on. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll watch the final. There's like 50, uh, 50 laps left. All right, I'll watch the end of it. Try to do the good thing, right? So the, the next 50 laps go three hours, and I kid you not. So the race goes to a double overtime race. I don't know what that is, but it, they did. So they're all going to go two more laps with the whoever's leading after the two more laps is the winner. Okay, got that. Should be fun. So after a lap and a half, there's a crash behind the scenes. And you got to throw out the yellow flag. And basically, wherever you are at that point, they throw out the yellow flag, the caution flag. That's If you were going to restart, you'd be in first, that guy would be in second, and, and so on down the line, right? So they've done this 12,000 times yesterday, so they say that's it. And one more crash, in essence, wherever whoever's leading is the winner. So this happens. Ricky Stenhouse is declared the winner. Now, listen, I don't care. I, I don't even have a bet on it. I, I really don't. But when they go to replay to show the crash, as we all know that's all that anybody wants to see, the other dude, who I forget who it was, uh, oh, Logano, Joey Logano, is actually leading. But they didn't throw the yellow flag until Stenhouse regained the lead. So he was declared the winner. But if you go by the letter of the law, and, and I don't know when they exactly threw the flag because the bird brains on Fox didn't tell us, but they awarded it to Stenhouse. And I'm saying, are you kidding me? The, the, the guy, was, Legato, was on the top of the road, and, and uh, Stenhouse was on the bottom. And they were in a, basically a straightway. And Legato was, you know, good car lengths ahead. Not by much, but certainly in the lead. And then they would go into the turn. And because the turn, the lower level is less roadway, obviously. Stenhouse re-grabs the lead, and they declare him the winner. And I'm like, wow, that's not right. Again, you know, for the gambler who had Joey Logano yesterday, who was one of the favorites, versus Stenhouse, who was a long shot, you got to be ticked off, right? I'm thinking, all right, this is going to be a good conversation. I'm going to watch this. Uh, Mike Joy, I, you know, I, I've heard of him. I, he's a big-time NASCAR guy. Obviously, Tony Stewart was in there and Clint Boyer. So I'm going to I'm figure they're going to break this all down. We're going to see replays. We're going to see there's got to be some kind of star, some kind of a light that goes off when the when the yellow flag comes out, right? Something, right? Nothing. Nothing. No Mike Joy. No Tony Stewart. No Clint Boyer. No mention. No Chris Myers. No Jamie McMurray, another driver. I always think of Fred McMurray when I hear him. Nothing. And I'm like, what, what am I missing? This poor guy, Logano, was leading. It was all a matter of when they determined when the yellow flag was thrown. <coughs> and I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, but, boy, that seems a little weird. Then I find out, as I go on, the because we have uh, on our podcast, we had a Daytona 500 pool. So I uh, invite, go try to find the standings on the four-letter network website. Good luck. It took me an hour. So as I'm going through this, looking for it, I find out that Saturday night's race, the same exact thing happened. 
Same exact thing. And they had it, it the, the winner had to be decided through a video review after the final lap came under the caution flag. And then this guy, Austin Hill, was declared the winner. And I'm thinking, how didn't these five bozos mention that? I mean, the same thing happened less than 24 hours ago, and not one of these guys says, boy, that's kind of coincidental. Uh, that same racetrack, it was just a, it's kind of like the minor leagues of, of NASCAR, I guess. Maybe that's the best way to describe it. The same exact final lap, caution flag, crash, the whole thing. And neither one of these nitwits brought it up. I mean, how, how blind can you be to your own sport? I mean, that, that's like having the AFC championship game at 1 o'clock be decided by a kick return for a touchdown in the final second, and then the NFC championship game being determined by a kickoff return in the final second, you know, three hours later, and not having either one of uh, the announcers, uh, you know, say, boy, the same thing happened in the AFC championship game, right? You would never not have that. What a dopey sport. I, I tell you, you, your sport is so stupid, it's not even funny. It, it, it's really, it's not even funny. You know, the, you talk about no publicity. I had to double check. We even ran a pool, in our, like I said, in our podcast, which we give out $100 worth of Obstix merchandise. Um, and, and, like, there was so little publicity. I had to double check and make sure that it, it is this weekend, right? I mean, I, I thought it was, but maybe I made a mistake. But I don't, I don't know how you can have the same thing happen 12 hours later and not bring it up. And I don't know how they don't, you know, go to the review. The other guy was leading. Again, if I had money on Logano, I'd be pissed. It's all a matter of whenever that guy wanted to throw the caution flag. Hell, he really didn't even have to. You know, there's only a half a lap left. And the, the crash was behind him. I, I know those are the rules you have to, but still. Wow. Uh, the Wetzel Black Cloud, in effect. I have a partner now, George Kurtz. So Friday night, uh, or Thursday night? Thursday, I think it was. George came on. Talk a little hockey. No one knows hockey like George here at Sports Grid. So we're just yapping back and forth, and we're talking about the trade deadline. Guys got to maybe we trade it. We brought up Patrick Kane. And, uh, you know, I threw it out to him. He agreed. Like, yeah, Patrick Kane, just, he's not the same player. He's like 35 years old, been in the league a long time. But he's a veteran presence. He could help a team. Last year, his contract just doesn't score any much. You know, only has, uh, you know, eight goals. So really, he's not a scorer anymore. So you're just going to get him for locker room, uh, you know, presence and that sort of thing, right? Two nights later, he scores two goals. Yesterday, he scores three. He's... <laughs> Ever since uh, we wrote him off as, uh, you know, done, he scored five goals in two games. The reverse Wetzel Black Cloud working for Patrick Kane. How about that? All right. Uh, 844-843-6879. No opposite picks because, you know what? There's just not any game. So more of me coming back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Still a lot to get to, including shots on goal. we got this afternoon hockey here starting in about an hour and uh, 15 minutes. Uh, Scott writes in, Scott, meaning me, using the words declared and winner in the same sentence is indicting it unto itself. Sincerely, the NBA All-Star Game format. <laughs> uh, talking about the, the winner last night, being declared the winner. You're right. Uh, excellent point, Scott. You know what? They, they sat there for how many extra hours and ran how many extra laps 
if they can't get through two laps without a crash, then you know what? Then you might as well not have a sport. Restart them again, right? Get get somebody to the finish line. They ran like 200 extra. I heard an update guy. Is that true? They ran like 200 extra laps? That can't be, right? Because each lap is usually two and a half miles. So that, that, that can't be. But maybe. Who knows? Uh, I, I probably shouldn't doubt our update guy. But. If he spent, you know, five hours longer than what it needed to be, then why not spend five hours and five minutes, right? Instead, you're going to award a champ, and we're really not even going to know who actually won because they never even went to the. Re- I don't understand that. What? What? Maybe I'm missing something. You know, I'm going to leave the caveat out there that I'm missing something because I'm not a NASCAR geek. But as soon as the caution flag gets thrown. Everybody stops, and if they don't resume play, we'll say the race. Whoever's in first wins. So the and the the two guy Logano and the Stenhouse dude were so close. I don't know how that wasn't discussed. Like, okay, did it occur here? Did it occur here when this guy won was in the lead? And, and how do they figure who's in the lead if one guy's on top and one guy's on the bottom? Is it just directly whoever's forward? I, I I don't you know I, I don't like I said th- that's like having the Super Bowl with a pass interference penalty and nobody talking about it right I mean it's just it's it's goofy to me. Uh, John Rom wins again. Guy's been on fire. Five starts. He's got three wins. All five top uh, t- uh, seven finishes. He's shooting ninety under par <laughs> through his twenty rounds. Right, five uh, tournaments times four. Ninety under par. He's made nine million bucks already. Yeah, who needs the LIV when you can, uh, you know, do this well? Tiger actually made the cut. Kudos for that for him. But then afterwards, his quote was, "My goal each and every year from here going forward is to play in all the majors. I'm not going to play too much more than that. My body and my leg and my back just won't won't allow me to play that much more than that anymore." Um. And there you go. I mean, listen, he sounds like a broken down old man. He's not that old, right? So he, he really should be. I mean, we're talking about walking here. Again, we're not talking about, you know, basketball or uh, laying bricks here. We're talking about swinging and walking. And I don't doubt his injuries. You know, when you land upside down in a ditch, yep, uh, that's good. you're going to hurt yourself. No explanation how, but you're going to hurt yourself. No, when you have, uh, you know, uh, as many back injuries as he's had and you take as many roids as he has, yep, you know, that, that's going to screw up your system. So, but you shouldn't be allowed to play in those tournaments then. You should, you know, and the golfing world should stop kissing his ass then. I mean, you're telling me that I could only play four times over a four-month period, really basically once a month, that that's all my back and my legs will allow? I mean, just stop. Stop then. Stop kidding yourself. Too much money, Scott. Probably. Probably makes a gazillion more dollars playing than he would, you know, not playing, but he would still make a hell of a lot of money not playing. Michael Jordan makes a hell of a lot of money. Jack Nicholas makes a hell of a lot of money, and they haven't played in, in a gazillion years. So, you know, the well's not going to run dry for Tiger Woods. Maybe just once to, I, I guess, but it sounds pathetic, really, right? 45-year-old guy, he can't even walk, can't swing a golf club, really? 
What 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 really happened to Tiger Woods? Wow, some of these stories that you can really do is amazing. Uh, Orioles owner John Angelos talk about a buzzkill. Last one before we get to our uh, shots on goal. You know, Orioles had a great second half of the season last year. Challenge for a playoff spot. Came up short, but still, uh, they they won more games last year than they did the year before uh, in July. I mean, that, that that's how a nice little turnaround, right? So everyone's expecting big things the following year. You know, maybe you go get yourself a couple of free agents, build on a club, get some veteran leadership in there, and then maybe challenge. Who knows, right? But either way, you're just feeling good about this upcoming season for the first time as an Orioles fan in literally 15 years. So the owner, when asked about going to get some free agents and, and, and helping the club out of here a little bit, says, well, we have a very young team that overachieved and overperformed last year because of the great work of our baseball folks. Eh, it's not my job to predict payroll. My job is to make sure that the community partnerships are sustained. And I think all that comes after that. In other words, it's my job to make money and get sponsors. I, I don't care about, you know, adding on good players. Talk about it. Just, to, you know, instead of just telling the reporters, hey, you know what? I like what we did last year. We got a good nucleus. Why would I want to change that? Why would I want to bring in a bunch of older players? I, you know, we, we may tinker with the lineup a little bit, bring a couple of veterans in during the course of the season. But no, I want to see my young guys grow like we did last year. I want to see them, you know, continue that pace. You know, something encouraging, something positive. Instead, he just says, nah, basically we suck. We just overachieved and overperformed. What, are you kidding me? I, I got a chance now to make a gazillion dollars with sponsors. Everyone thinking we're really good. But I know we really aren't. I, I, I know we suck. So no, don't blame me. What a goof. <laughs> it's just an absolute goof. All right. Pyramid plays, shots on parlay. We'll start with the pyramid plays. As I mentioned, there's not much going on. No NBA. Uh, limited hockey schedule on President's Day. Um, you know, you got a few afternoon games, but you only have two night games. I mean, they are really just like, wow, they're, they're treating this like it's um, I don't know why. I would I would think you'd have your sport. People are off. You have a whole bunch of games that people can go to watch your games. I mean, I don't know. Does that make sense to me? I guess not to the NHL. So instead, they have, what, five games today? Six games? Tops? Weird. Best NHL play? Uh, there's a couple of them. Uh, so it's tough to kind of whittle it down to one, but, uh, we will, let me just double check and make sure the line is still what I think it is. Yeah. It's six. All right. We're going to go, uh, we're going to kind of reverse course on the Rangers who have been scoring a ton of goals, but they're at home after a road trip, a uh, short road trip, not too long, but we're going to go under six Winnipeg and the New York Rangers. I think this has got three, two at best uh, written all over it. We have one, two, three, four, five, yeah, six games today. So uh, under uh, Rangers and Winnipeg Jets, six. Uh, best college basketball play, under 137.5 Louisville at Duke. I don't know how this one's getting the, the 138. Unless Duke puts 100 on the board, which they're well, they're really not capable of doing that anymore. So I, I, I would not, I, I don't think Louisville's not going to score 50, uh, let alone 60, like they probably would have to. So uh, under 137.5 uh, Louisville and Duke. Um, shots on goal, limited number of games, but, uh, not limited number of players we're going to play. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We got, we got nine. How about that? 
Boston, one o'clock start today at home against uh, Ottawa. Uh, Brad Marchand, two and a half. He owes us Taylor Hall, two and a half. We're going to use Ottawa Senator Alex DeBrinkett, two and a half. He owes us big time from the other night when he didn't hit his three shots against Chicago. Still not happy about that. Florida in action against Anaheim. Uh, Anaheim gives up the most shots on goal. Boy, there's a ton of guys we could use, uh, but uh, most, if not all, were three and a half. So we'll keep it to Alex Barkov at three and a half, getting odds, and Gustav Forsling, two and a half for Florida. Uh, Calgary. Uh, we're going to go with Alex. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Calgary. We're going to go with uh, Mikhail Backlund, two and a half, and Tyler Toffoli, two and a half. The uh, Calgary Flames taking on the Philadelphia Flyers. That's a 4 o'clock Eastern time start. And then uh, one of the two night games tonight will pass on uh, the uh, Ranger game. That's two defensive teams, which is why it's 6. So we're going to go with uh, Islander Bo Horvat. He's been pretty good as an Islander. I've told you that. We played him a number of times as a winner. And then uh, Brian Rust, a 2.5 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Last time we played him, he did not win. So he owes us big, big time. Uh, we buried the lead here. Yes, yes, we did. Our open parlay hit yesterday with the NBA All-Star game. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. We cash out $992. Not a great one. We usually like to get it up to 2000 but you know what? I'd rather win 992 than lose 100 So we went conservative on a couple of the picks. They came through. Uh, we doubled down on the All-Star over. We hit that, so... $992.50. We had Detroit last last Friday. Uh, we had Baylor. We had Georgia against LSU. We had Virginia against Louisville. That was a small one. Uh, we hit with Memphis against Central Florida, laying 3-1. to one. And then we said on Thursday that if we hit that one, and we did, we were going to do it all, uh, double down last leg, sixth leg on uh, the over in the NBA All-Star game. And we hit it. So we're now 2-10. On the positive side of things, plus $867. Cha-ching, cha-ching. We've hit two already this year. Going to start a third one. We're going to go with the Boston Bruins uh, this afternoon, laying one and a half, uh, minus 138 against the Ottawa Senators. And we're risking 100 to win 69. It's it's uh, minus 140 and change now. It's going the other way. Bruins did 42 wins. All but 10 have come by two goals or more. So lay the one and a half at home. Ottawa stinks. Bruins minus one and a half. Um, our underdog open parlay. We did hit with the Rangers on Friday. Didn't have anything Saturday or yesterday. So we won $30. We're going to take the original 25 out. And we got so we got $30 to play with. Tonight we're going to take Kansas plus 105 at TCU. So we're risking 30 to win 3150. And again, we've taken the original 25 out. So if we lose, we're not losing any money. Our six-team open parlay in which we only play against the Blackhawks, Blue Jackets, Anaheim Ducks, and Arizona. We hit with the LA Kings first leg, so we're on leg number two of that one as well. We're going to go with the Florida Panthers this afternoon, 1 o'clock start, starting in an hour or so. Uh, to win in regulation, minus 260 versus Anaheim. We won $36 with the Kings on Friday or Thursday, so we got $136 to win 52 on Florida regulation against Anaheim. And again, that's a uh, 1 o'clock start. And then our final one, our can't-lose parlay. Remember, this is the one where we just lay monster, monster odds, and we're just going to keep on doing it until the end of the month. 
see how much we can win. So we hit with Houston on Thursday, laying 17 to 1 against SMU. We won six bucks. So we're up to $106, including our $100 original bet. We're going to put it on the Dookie Pukies tonight. Minus 35 to 1 versus Louisville. $106 to win three. And I know you're saying, what's the point, Scott? $3. I get it. You know what? What's the point now? But 20 days from now, when we're up to 250 bucks or 260 or 300 whatever, just that's why I say don't worry about it. You put the bet in. You put it aside. We win. We'll be up to 109 You'd be surprised how fast, even laying 35, 17, 20 to 1, this thing will build. So Duke laying 35 to 1 versus Louisville. 106 to win 3 bucks. All right, we'll close up shop next. Ops Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio Series XM159. Ah, uh, yes. You see the story about the Toronto Blue Jays manager, John Schneider? Guy's out to lunch with his wife, right? Nice casual day. No big deal. Woman sitting at a table next to them, or at least near them, begins choking. Can't breathe. She's going to die right there in a restaurant. So Schneider gets up, goes to the woman's aid, gives her the Heimlich maneuver, and successfully dislodges the, the piece of food that had gotten stuck in her throat. She lives happily ever after. This happened Saturday. All right? So, obviously, that, that is a dramatic situation, right? You're, you're, the last thing you're thinking about is saving somebody's life, right? You're sitting there having lunch with your wife. Nice, casual situation, right? And you got to get up and in front of everybody there and perform the Heimlich maneuver. I mean, this poor woman would sound like she was going to literally die, so the restaurant obviously is thankful for Schneider since nobody else, none of their workers, none of their you know waitresses or waiters or water boys or bellboys or whatever was smart enough to do this, right? I mean, my gosh, you know, nothing for nothing. Obviously, the death of this woman would be the most important thing. But if you're a restaurant, that's it. You're, you're done. You're, you're shut down. Who the heck is ever going to go to your restaurant again? Oh, yeah, let's go to the restaurant who a uh, poor woman choked to death because no one was smart enough there at the restaurant to, to help her out. Yeah, let, let's go there for lunch. That's it. Their business is done. Kaput, right? So they got to be thanking their lucky stars. Not only did this poor woman survive, they got a great story. Now everyone's like, wow, we got to go to this great restaurant. Yeah, how great was that? Blah, 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 right? So you think they would be a little thankful for John Schneider performing the Heimlich and saving this woman's life, right? So what do you think he got? Free dinner for a year? Free lunch for a year? Free lunch for a month? Free lunch for at least that day? He got a lousy stinking beer for his reward. A lousy beer. Not even a shot of bourbon. What a joke. These people are just stupid, aren't they? We'll talk to you later on tonight. <laughs> 